You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hi, I'm Joe Iconis. And I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper. It doesn't feel good. And on this episode of Album Podcast, we're going to be talking about my song titled The Song. And it's uh, about a writer who is pledging to not write a song about a special someone. It is an early Joe Iconis song that you will be treated to, sung by none other than Joe Iconis himself. It's a little bit mysterious. You might get some clues about who mm-hmm. it's about as you listen. Uh, you may, but the song is, is not about me. So don't even think that. Definitely Because not. it's not... Mm-hmm. What you've done to me is wrong It's been your fault all along And don't you goddamn write a song about me and I say I uh, the song is yeah. one of the first songs that I ever heard you play at the first concert of yours that I ever, first Joy Connison family concert I ever went to. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it was the infamous Mama Cut Me Deeper concert mm-hmm. where you called the concert that because you wanted to write the song called that, yes. right? Um, 2008? 2000 and... I think it was eight. I think it was 2008. Yeah, it was February 2008. Um, but in that, um, unless I'm mixing things up, I feel like you played the song and it was, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. Um, where did the inspiration for this song come from? The inspiration from this song came, okay, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to talk honestly about this song. <laughs> I, I kind of, when I do this song in concert, I always kind of lie about it. Like I sort of, it's like a lie set It's a up. bit. It's, it's a, a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a crude way. A bit. <laughs> it's a crude way of saying okay. lie. I prefer to say lie, but a bit. Okay. Um, but, uh, but this, so honestly, I have in my life a few times heard from people that they were worried that I was going to write a song about them. And it's not one person, but it's, I had heard it enough that I was like, oh, that's a good idea for a song. <laughs> someone, you know, someone writing a song about someone who doesn't want a song written about them. Um, and so, and so, it's not just one, one woman. Um, it's something that I had heard, and 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 I had heard it, you know, not just from people who I'd been romantically involved with, but people just in, you know, who who I had had, you know, either shit with or whatever in my life that, you know, it gets. It's like the, it's a thing that people now will like sort of say to my face. But back then I would be like, you know, like I heard that so-and-so is afraid you're going to write a song about them. Like that was like a thing, you know. Um, and so it, that's where the, the idea came from. And, um, and the ending of the song I had, it was initially, like it was part of the idea. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to write this song and then I'm going to end it with saying the person's name. Which and is, the name know, is just a name you chose. Uh, yeah, yeah, Emily. I, I but think, that's but also like, or maybe it's not. Sure, but that's the sure. thing too that I like about this song, where it's like, you know, my hope is that people listening to it, it's, you know, people always people always laugh at it mm-hmm. at the end, um, and I think it is because it's you know, it 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 succeeds in both ways. If mm-hmm. it is like, a, I'm not going to write the song about you, Emily. And Emily is the person, or I'm not gonna write the song about you, Emily, and Emily's a fake name, and there's just no way, you know, sure. there's no way to know, like, 
Even explaining it, it, it sounds so lame when I explain it, but it just kind of, you know, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, but Emily, um, it, Emily is just a name that I chose, or it is not, not a name that I chose. <laughs> <laughs> Another musical theater writer once told me that that's one of the best names to use in a song. It's just like a very, like, it lends itself to, so I always thought it was funny that. Really? I don't know if you share that opinion. Also, it doesn't rhyme with anything, so I don't know why mm-hmm. that would be the case, but. Yeah. Um, do you, has anyone else performed this song? No. Wow. No one has ever, ever, <laughs> ever performed the song except me. Someone's going to listen to this right now and take it. Like Will is going to ask you if he can do it in the next show or yeah. something from that. It's so funny. It's just so, I mean, because it's, it's you know, it's about a songwriter. It just always, you know, felt like, oh, this is a song. I'll sing the piano. And, you know, also it's, I, I like that, um, you know, it's called the song. Right. Which is also like sort of a, you know, it's kind of like a bold title for a song. It's either it's either very bold or um, very stupid, depending on you know, how you how you feel about the song and me. Um, but it, I, it it feels like a cousin um, to you know album. It's like it's like uh-huh. the same sort of sure. like calling the album album, calling a song the song. It also sort of feels like a cousin of another song on this album. All the mistakes he made about the girl. Yeah. 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 Which- Definitely, definitely, you know, related. And, and the, you know, in a broader sense, them being about, you know, writers, writers who can write their lives, but not necessarily live their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which also is something that my show Rewrite was um, like 100% about. Like the, mm-hmm. the, you know, that musical is about, is, it pretends to be, three separate musicals, um, three mini musicals about disconnected characters. But then as the show goes on, it, um, it becomes clear that all these characters are connected and it's all actually about the musical theater writer who the third piece is about who was writing in these earlier two and um, then has to confront you know, the real life versions of these characters who he was writing about in the, in the earlier two. And, um, and there's actually a moment in, in Rewrite towards the end where the, the main character, whose name was Joe, um, who was played by Justin Sushi Williams, um, sings this song, uh, this little bit of a song. Uh, and, he, and he sings, I wish that I was the type of guy, the type who could say whatever he felt. Um, and musically, it's, it sounds very similar to the song. Mm-hmm. And I think that I wrote, I, I know I wrote the song at the same time I was writing Rewrite, mm-hmm. and it really felt like sort of a natural progression mm-hmm. of this idea of a writer who, um, who was, was good like this, you mm-hmm. know. I was good writing things down on paper, but not so good actually communicating with other human beings. Yeah. And a writer who is sort of using his writing as both a... Uh, a wall and and an excuse to not mm-hmm. participate in his own life. Yeah. Rewrite is interesting because I feel like in the course of recording this podcast about the songs on the very large album, mm-hmm. we keep coming across like songs that have never been recorded, which is like, oh my God, even more work yeah. to do. But um, <laughs> Rewrite um, is licensed. Rewrite, you know, I saw the script recently at the Drama Bookshop. Mm-hmm. People have done it. Like, people know about it. Um, a lot of those songs haven't been recorded. No, most of them. Yeah. I mean, and Rewrite is such a strange show in that it's most of the material in it is 
the songs are really tiny. They're mm -hmm. it's they're so specifically like tailored to the musical that it's mm -hmm. it's hard to take anything out of context. Right. In in rewrite. Mm -hmm. I, but yeah, it's such a weird kind of like lost musical that mm -hmm. yeah, I would I would love to both do it again and um, or or at least you know get a recording yeah. of it. I'm excited. It it's really feels like a show where if I did it, people would accuse me of ripping off all of these <laughs> other shows that are like either currently on Broadway or have come out in the last few years. Um, but you know, I got the receipts. And rewrite was 2008. 2008. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. Um, AJ Shively, Lorinda Lasitza, Nick Blamar, Abadia Farah, Lauren Marcus, Jason Sweetie's Williams, yeah, directed by John Simpkins. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy that there's so much. There is a sequence from Rewrite on YouTube that I feel like the Be More Chill fans found and like mm -hmm. they are obsessed with. So you can watch it on YouTube, kids. You if can you watch, want. yeah, the Rewrite Slime. Yeah. I wish there was a whole Rewrite Slime. Is there not? No. Oh, wow. No, it's just those. And those, the, the sections of Rewrite that are on YouTube, I might be wrong about this, but I think I'm correct. I believe that. I believe that Mr. Marcus, Lauren's dad, filmed <laughs> them. Yeah. He did a great job. They yeah. look good to me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Rewrite. Rewrite. This is not about rewrite, though. No, this but it's about the song. song. <laughs> but the song is, it really is. Like, it feels like it's, it feels like it's, it's part of that show without being part of that show. Yeah. Um, that was such a great concert when my first real Joy Connors Finley concert and you did the song and I believe there was like there was some action in the audience like it was a whole there was an acting portion of the concert. There was an acting portion so yeah so the name of the show was Mama Cut Me Deeper and it was um, it was part of a series that Ryan Scott Oliver was doing and I, I you know I, at the time I was doing so many concerts so many Iconis and Finley concerts I was kind of like oh this one I'm, I want to make this one like a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I want to sort of impose more of a theatrical st structure on on this, and the and the the kind of conceit of it was like we would start it as if it's like every other concert, and then have these moments of unexpected theatricality. And and really, it's. In a strange way, that concert was like a bit of a prototype for the Christmas show mm -hmm. because the, you know, the way the Christmas show kind of operates is like we sort of pretend like it's a it's a concert like every other concert and then um, it, it becomes, becomes a show. clear that it's yeah. a show, that it's like a fully scripted show with moments of very intense theatricality. Um, so yeah, so Mama Cut Me Deeper was like the first time I kind of like dabbled in that really. Yeah. Um, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, but I mean, just, you know, while we're like, while we're in it. So at the time I was dating Lauren Marcus, but at the time we did Mama Cut Me Deeper. And I thought it would be so funny to have a moment in the show where she and I, she was in the audience and we did like a question and answer thing. So mm -hmm. people could write down a question and then they come up to a microphone and ask me or anyone in the cast um, a, a question. and. And so some of them were real, and then some of them I, I wrote the things that the person was going to ask. And I and I remember I had one where someone like accused me of stealing a song, or like so, it was so I was really like it was like a very like Andy Kaufman like performance art thing where it was like they weren't even funny. Like someone one was like angry at me, and it's like you're an asshole, Joe Iconis, and like stormed out. And but then with the Lauren one, she. Um, and I wonder, I don't remember the setup, but it might have been because of the song. It might have been because of the song. Mm -hmm. Don't um, I won't write about you, Emily. So then Lauren came up to a microphone 
and, and picked a fight with me, right? And then it was like, like a, who is that song about? I think that's what it, what it was. And, uh, and we had this fight, and then we broke up <laughs> at the show. I remember, yeah. Which was like a really great, funny idea until we actually broke up in real life, like, <laughs> like two months later. And then it felt like, that was like, what am I doing? But also, like, like I literally did that. And that's what the, and it's like, that, that, that's what it's about. Like, yeah. even as I'm saying it, it's so embarrassing, where it's like, I literally wrote breaking up with my girlfriend at the time. Into the show. Into the show, and then did yeah. it. But then you we got were, back together, like, and now we're married. Yeah, you were like 27. This was like oh, ages ago. I know, ago. but just bad. Yeah. Terrible, just like cartoon writer behavior. I do have a bootleg of it. I also, it's um, the first photo that you and I ever took together was um, a stage door pick after this concert, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Oh my God, I didn't realize that was and you were deeper. reacting to your bits that you had. Sorry, not bits, lies, they're lies. All of my lies. <laughs> the song! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anything else about the song? I was going to say it speaks for itself, but obviously it doesn't because we've yeah, been we've talking spoken about it for a about lot. it for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The song. The song. Hey, thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review and then head to bpn.fm slash album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen, and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.